We all have the opportunity, Be'ez HaShem, this Shabbos Kodesh, we all have a mitzvah daraisa to read Parsha Zohar. Now, of course, we're really obligated to read it ourselves, but there's a principle, Shoymeya Koine. If you hear it, it's like you said it. You need to read it from a cloth, from a cloth, from a Sefer Torah. So really, we should read it ourselves, but like we're going to do with the Megillah, there's a simple principle, Shoymeya Koine. If you hear it, it's like you said it. And we use that principle for the Kriyas HaMegillah and Parsha Zohar. It is a Chiyuv Daraisa, it's an obligation. It's mandatory, it's a mitzvah Daraisa. Part of the Daraisa is not just to read the words, according to the Pashtus, you have to know what the words mean in order to be Yitzhar Daraisa. So it's three psukim. I would like to study the three psukim with you and learn their translation in anticipation of our mitzvah daraisa, which we are born for. So let's, let's read it. It starts on page 562. It's three psukim we read. Pasuk Yitzayin, Yudches, and Yudtes. Three psukim. Zachar, remember. Now the word Zachar means to remember, but it means specifically to Zachreyu Bipet. The obligation is not an obligation in the mind. To remember means to verbally remember. Somebody tell me where else you have, you have this, that the word Zohar doesn't just mean to remember. There are a lot of words to remember. Uh, says Aryeh Barnett, it says, Zohar asiyayim ha-Shabbos remember Shabbos. Zohreyu bipet. The key of the is to make Kiddush, is to say it with your mouth, to verbally remember it. So it says, Zohar, remember, it means to verbally say it like we're going to do the Shabbos Kodesh. Zohar, remember, by mouth, What Amalek did to you, on the road, when you were leaving Egypt. Now there seems to be a strong dugesh to not just remember what this evil people did to us, but to remember where it was when they did it. Because it says, remember what Amalek did, Baderech on the road, you were leaving Egypt. On the road, when you were leaving Egypt. There's a very important dugish to remember where it happened. The simplest thing, the road leaving Egypt, there's a, that's a very important part of the story. It should say, remember what Amalek did to you. But it says, remember what Amalek did to you, Baderech, on the road. When you were leaving Egypt. There's a very strong importance to remember where it was that they did it. And there has to be a good reason for that. Otherwise, it seems like an unimportant fact. It doesn't say to remember what swords they attacked. This was a war. Guys, we have a history of being attacked, Rabbi say, you know. We have a long history of being attacked. And specifically by Amalek, there's a mitzvah that rise. Other people attacked us. The Mitzrayim attacked us quite heavily. There's no mitzvah that rise. There's, there's, there's a mitzvah that rise to remember Yitzhak Mitzrayim. But not to be angry at the attackers. As a matter of fact, it says about Mitzrayim, it says, don't hate a Mitzri, for you were hosted in their land. But on Amalek, you're supposed to remember the attack of extreme importance to remember the attack. Remember what Amalek did to you. When? Bederech on the road. Where? B'tzeis chamim When you were leaving Egypt. 
Amalek's attack was very, very precise and very specific why they attacked. In Mitzrayim, it was made clear that these are Hashem's children, that we are Hashem's people. That was clear to the entire world. Every single day we read in Az Yashir, it's important to remember this. Guys have distorted views of things. It's important to remember the whole world was buzzing about Yitzhak Mitzrayim. It was the talk of the world. In countries of co- across the world, they were buzzing about the Jewish people. That these people, Hashem, in a very public proclamation, clearly said, I love these, they're mine. That was Yitzhak Mitzrayim. It was not in a local event that happened to us. Namaygu kol all the dwellers of Canaan, of Eretz Yisrael, were shaking. There were many civilizations in Eretz Yisrael, and they were shaking. They knew where we were headed next. They were like, whoa. They were awed by us, by Klal Yisrael, who Hashem had very clearly chosen. And, and Amalek, who didn't like this, that there's an Amanivcher, there's a chosen people who are close to Hashem, who are the bun and the children of Hashem, who are meant to announce to the world, Kirvis Hashem, closeness Hashem. And they specifically attacked us, Baderech on the road, we were leaving Egypt. They wanted to, to defy the message of Egypt, the message Hashem did in Yitzhak Mitzrayim. The word karcha means to chance. It's a funny word, the word karcha means chance. A chance encounter on the road. Now that word karcha is a very difficult word. It was anything but a chance encounter. <laughs> they, they attacked us. Why in the world would Hashem describe their attack as karcha baderech? They ambushed us. They were ma'arev. The word arev means to ambush. Why would it say karcha? They bumped into us. There was no chance encounter. They attacked us. They like punk-bunked into us on the road. That word karcha is unbelievably difficult. They ambushed us on the road. Why would it use the word karcha? Rashi says a pshat. That the word karcha means lush and kar is cold. And it means they were cooling us off. We were hot stuff. And karcha baderch is they cooled us off on the road. They were trying to take away our star status. Can you picture a scene? There's a bacher in the shear that everybody's awed by. Wow. Did you see a steiging? The way the Olam today is looking at Ellie David. You see what's going on? Picture the sickness. I want you to picture this. You have a guy, people are in awe. He's just the goody of the shear. He's the goody goody, like he's the Yaakov Rengel of the shear. He's like everybody the goody goody. Picture Abai say. The guy's the goody goody of the shear. Master, listen to this. And you have a sick person who just wants to take away the untouchable nature of the person. Could you imagine a guy in yeshiva? All of us see a see, you see a rebbe, you see Rabbi Russ. Impeccable. I don't I don't want I don't want to say it on a specific person. I don't even want you to have this visual on anybody. But if somebody's impeccable, untouchable, and somebody fights with them, knowing they'll lose the fight, could you imagine? A guy walks into yeshiva. I don't want to say any rebbe. Picture a picture of a Rosh Yeshiva. 
Tzadik. Somebody once in Er Yisrael, in Er Yisrael, when I was your age, a guy walked into Er Yisrael with a brown bag. So they saw him have a bag, they thought he was a guy, and Rev... Red Friend was very involved with the Noahide movement. Red Friend, a, there was something called the Noahide movement. Lubavitcher Rebbe in the 70s had a big Noahide movement. He was getting Goyim to keep the Zion Mitzvah He had actors and actresses and was spreading awareness of the seven Chiyuvim of Goyim. So Red Friend was involved with the Noahide movement and somebody saw this apparent guy, he turned out he wasn't the guy, walking to Nerys Row. So he said, where's the rabbi? They figured he has a shiloh for a friend. He had a brown bag. They figured he had a shiloh for a friend. So they brought him to Rabbi Fran to ask the shiloh. He whipped out a knife and stabbed right friend right, in, right over here. He stabbed him. He lunged at right friend. The Bachram beat the stuffings out of the skate. And Baruch Hashem, right friend, I go to the hospital, but he was okay. But he got stabbed. The guy came to Yeshiva, whipped out of the brown bag a knife, and lunged at right friend and stabbed him. So you picture a guy whose entire intention, whose whole intention, he knows he's going to get beaten up. But he wants to lower the star of the Rebbe. He wants to bring down the prestige of the Rebbe. You could picture it that somebody attacking brings down the prestige. Even if he's protected, if you picture the untouchable guy and somebody starts like punching him and fighting, in everybody's mind even, the visual changes. It's like, okay. You start having questions. It's not as simple as what you thought. Visual is very important. Just the picture of the untouchable. Could you imagine like a gadol and somebody starts like brawling with the gadol? The gadol did nothing wrong, is prestigious, and then people protect him. But his star is diminished. Just like it makes in people's mind. He's, whoa, he's, one, he's a fighter? Like, it just diminishes the star. Amalek attacked us very specifically to diminish our star. So means they cooled you off. You were hot stuff, and they were they cooled you off on the road. Their attack was specifically to diminish our star. We shouldn't be perceived as untouchable. What well, he's such a great guy. You knock the good guy just to diminish his star. Nobody should perceive him as untouchable. What a disgusting act. That's Karchabadaraf. They cooled us off on the road. That's one shot. A second shot in Karchabadaraf. In cooled off on the road, a second shot. In Karchabadaraf. To cool off, this, that's the shot. One shot, two is the word chance means that the, the whole Amalek is to create doubt. The whole Amalek, Hashem showed clearly his existence and his connection to us. Amalek's attack, it doesn't mean they chanced upon us, it means they chanced us. Karchabaderich means they smacked us with chance. What are they saying when they attacked us? Things with, that was a coincidence what happened. Don't view it as Ashkocha and they're so hot, Claudius Rowe. It happened, you know, okay, so they, they fell into good luck, these people. There's nothing hot about them. So Karchabaderich means they chanced us on the road. Not they chanced into us, they attacked us. They hit us with chance. Amalek, I want you to hear this pshat. This is this year's shot I want you to walk away with. Asher Karcha Baderech 
means they chanced us on the road. Their attack was one to say things that happened were just by chance. They're not such hot stuff. They're not a protected people. They're not a people of Hashem. It's just chance. What is the gematria of Amalek, Hebra? Ayin, Ayin, Ayin is 70. What's the gematria of Amalek? Ayin 70, Mem 40, 110, Lamid is 30, 140, Kuf 240. Amalek's gematria 240. The word suffix, doubt, is gematria. Samach is 60, Pei is 80, 140, Kuf 240. Amalek's gematria suffix. Amalek wants to create doubt. It's not so simple what you saw. I don't know. Amalek is doubt. Amalek is doubt. Suffolk. Amalek hits us with an attack of chance. They want to say it wasn't, it wasn't so simple what happened. It wasn't you were picked. Hashem loves you. It's just, you know, it happens. Sometimes things turn to blood. That's Karch They chanced you on the road with an attack of chance. That's what they were trying. They didn't chance into us. They premeditated, attacked us. But they tried to hit us. Their point was to create a matzav of karcha, of chance. It's fascinating because the story of Purim is the descendants. Haman is a descendant of Amalek. And Haman, the, 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 the whole Purim story is seeing Yad Hashem. Amalek who tries to get us to see chance and Purim is to, is to see the hand of Hashem. Even when Hashem's not open, it's fascinating the contrast. Amalek, when it was so revealed, Hashem tries to make it hidden. Purim is when Hashem is hidden, it becomes completely revealed. It's the exact opposite of Amalek. Abel, you hear this? Amalek is when things are so clearly Hashem. It wasn't so, it wasn't very hidden. Hashem announced in every way you can announce, I love these people. And Amalek tries to say, it's not, it's not what you saw. And what's the yomtiv celebration of beating Amalek is Purim? When it's not so clear, and we see, I see you Hashem. I see you Hashem. the Hester, when you hide, I see you. It's the Hefer. It's the exact opposite of Amalek. Amalek in clarity tries to make this clarity. And we, even in Hester, when there's this clarity, we have clarity. We see Hashem. So Hashem Korch with a yes. Hoodie, yeah, but we weren't hoodie. But hoodie people, Hashem's mashpil game, he brings down. But Amalek did it not because we were hoodie. Amalek did it because they didn't want the existence of Hashem's chosen people on this earth. So, which either means they cooled us off on the road or they hit us with chance. Vayizanet means a makazana. They hit our tails. And what does this mean? They hit our tails. So either it means to hit our tails as they hit the people in the back. The straggler is behind you. Who did Amalek attack, Hevra? Who did Amalek attack? The people outside the Ananim. We had Anani covered those clouds, those protective clouds of Hashem. And they attacked the stragglers. So that's called by hitting our tail, the stragglers, hitting our rear, the people in the back.
What were you saying? So they were sin, no? Yeah, that's why they were kicked out of the Ananim. They attacked the sinning Yidden. I always love that. Don't forget forever that Amalek, the hatred to Amalek, remember who they attacked. The forsaken Yidden, the sinners. I always feel that people who put down Yidden, people who reject Yidden, it's a, it's a, it's a piece of Amalek. Don't ever forget what we're hating. Don't ever forget. I feel like people who put down Yidden, and specifically they put down a Yid who's a little down and out, it's a shtick Amalek. Amalek attacked the stragglers. They attacked the Yidden. They hit us in the rear. They hit the Yidden who were outside the Ananim who were thrown out, the downtrodden Yidden. Rashi says another pshat. In Vayizane, because they hit our tail means our bris Our tail means the bris They attacked the Mila. It says they took the bris Rashi brings, and they were Zayrik the Mila to Shmayim. What does that mean? They attacked bris Why does bris of all mitzvahs, we have many mitzvahs, Amalek is rankled by bris Somehow that mitzvah annoys them. Why does bris What does Amalek attack? Very simple pshat. Amalek hates that we're the chosen people. So what does Amalek attack? Our bris milah. Our bris milah is the sign in our body. We're connected. A bris is a treaty. We and Hashem are connected. Amalek doesn't like the connection to Hashem. They attack our connection to Hashem. Now here's I want to tell you. We're going to take a brief pause to tell you something that hit me two years ago that changed my life. This changed my life. It hit me two years ago, Yaakov, and, it, and it's like epic. Two years ago, anybody reads these psukim, and we're going to finish the psukim. We're a pasuk and a half into the three psukim. Anybody, Avila, reads these beautiful psukim, it is very clear what Amalek doesn't like. They don't like the chosen status thing. Even that they attack the Nechshalim, the weak Yidin, if you think about it. The weak Yidin, if you're holy, okay, they're good people on this earth. But don't say your nation as a connection to Hashem. Don't say there's an intrinsic value in your people. So they attack, they hate this connection. Hashem loves us, we love Hashem. They hate this word, Amanivchar, chosen people, who has a na- with great relationship to Hashem. That is Pashup Shah. That's why they attack us right when we, we leave Mitzrayim. That's the point. That's the kirch of the cooling us down. You're not such hot stuff. That's Amoli. Says the Gra. The Gra wrote a sefer called Evan Shloimer. Evan Shloim is a sefer that has beautiful Kabbalistic and Yanim in Evan Shloim amongst all different things. In the Gra's sefer, Evan Shloim, the Gra says, you know what Amalek stands for? Disunity. Amalek hates Achtos. Which is why the mitzvahs of Purim, celebrating the downfall of Amalek, are unity. Shalach Manus, Matanus Levyonim. Amalek hates Achtos, unity. The mitzvah supporum ha-shalchmonus unity I want to make an appeal to the guys, and I'm going to tell you something that's life-changing in a few minutes. An appeal, Rabbi, say you're giving shalachmonus. I love that mitzvah. My wife, guys, came to my house last night. She's been working for a couple of weeks, making shalachmonus for an organization that helps out divorced ladies, making her own shalachmonus. I love that the mitzvah is being is mamish in the air of my house. 
My wife's been busy. I drove my sons up our mitzvah. I took my shalom. Go buy your own shalach manas. I gave him money. But you pick out. None, none of this mommy makes it for you. You're a big boy. You have a mitzvah. Go do your mitzvah. He went to the store and bought his shalach manas to give out. What I want to tell you is such a gorgeous mitzvah. Use it smart. A guy is an old Rebbe, a fourth grade Rebbe. It was nice to him. Go give him shalach manas. You make the guy's life. Knock on his door, Rebbe, with a nice note. The nice note you put, Rebbe, it's still meaningful to me. You were nice to me. You have a friend who's down and out. An elementary friend, wasn't, maybe wasn't the most popular guy. Go bring him a shalach manas. What a beautiful mitzvah of reyes of French. Yes, right. I liked it. No, I liked it. Yes. I'll ask, what, what's the letter after Dalit Shai? I love you like crazy. What's the letter of the Dalit? But don't. I don't care. To me, if we need to know, we could ask anything. Two items to one person. Yeah, you're yaitze. But Avada, you get a key or mitzvah, you give two, three, four. You're yaitze. You also yaitze puruvu with a boy and a girl, but we have big families. When Hashem gives us a mitzvah, we. You need a boy and a girl. But it doesn't mean you didn't get the mitzvah. You didn't finish the mitzvah. You'll get married. Your parents will be eight. Okay. You, 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 you don't have to give to anybody? Ooh, good question. Revezi is going to say that a You want to know, could you give to somebody under the age of bar mitzvah and be eight to shalach Rabbi say, Rabbi say, I asked the guys, it's such a beautiful mitzvah. Use it. Utilize it. Do the mitzvah, the thought. You know how many shalach you can give? You give to your good friends also. Give to your close friends. That's also. You know, you give a thoughtful shalach to your good friend. You think a certain, a certain candy he likes. Buy Ike Skittles. He likes Skittles. Think what the guy likes. Be creative. Be talented. Write a nice letter. A beautiful mitzvah shalom. Of reyus, of friendship. Yes, else. You're allowed to, but a mitzvah, that's, where's the hidr? Beautify the mitzvah. Add your touch, and we're born for mitzvahs. Shalach is a gorgeous mitzvah. It's, it's a weapon, Shalach Manas. A weapon of friendship. What an atomic weapon. Yes. You don't have the same chiv on the ischenuch on the 13. Over 13 is a chiv. So, the Gros says that Amalek stands for disunity. For disunity. That's what Amalek stands for, is period. Where did Amalek attack us? In what country, in what city, what was the name of the city that we were in when Amalek attacked us? The name of the city, Hevra. That was the descendants of Amalek, Ahaman. Amalek, the initial attack, the Elta Elta Zayda. The first time Amalek attacked, what city were, were we in, Hevra? <coughs> what city, Hevra? What city, Amalek's initial attack on us, Svimor, was in what city, Yassi? What city were we in? Was it in the desert? It was in the desert, and the name of that, the desert was divided, different regions. What city? What was it called? Rifidim. The name of the city was Rifidim. What does the word Rifidim mean? What does Pirud mean? Pirud means separation. Amalek 
attacks and refidim Amalek's about separation. They don't like unity. That's what the Gra says. Refidim means pirud. It means separation. Amalek likes disunity. So for a long time I was bothered by that's the Gra says in Evan Shlema. Amalek's about disunity. That's why Esther Amalek, when she wants to defeat Haman, what does she say? Leich go, kinois kolayudim, gather them together, unity. Amalek flourishes and wants this unity. The Gra says, Ebola. The Gra says that the Kayach, the Kayach of Amalek, this unity. So I was bothered, Mayor, read the Torah. Read the Torah. Amalek's upset with the chosen people. That's like open in the verses. Why does the Gras say they stand for disunity? Read the verses. They stand, they don't like chosen status. What's this disunity? And then it hit me like a ton of bricks. The source of our unity is what all the Am Hashem is, who we are. The unity is this, we're both, if we're both the sons of Hashem, that makes us brothers. The main source of our unity, all humankind, us and a guy are also human beings, we're nice to him, but by us, we're the children of Hashem, we're family. What unites us as families, we're both Banim Lashem. Amalek, who doesn't want us to have that special relationship to Hashem, what they're creating is period, is disunity, it's one and the same. The fact that we're the children of Hashem is what unites us, we're from the same family. Amalek denies this mishpacha exists, thus creating disunity. That's what I thought two years ago. So Rabbi said we have to know that we're the children of Hashem and every yid's the child of Hashem. And the unity, if he's our brother, we're both children of Hashem. So Amalek attacks us, and we were tired out. What are the two types of tired out? Oyef and Yageya. They both mean tired. What's the difference between Oyef and Yageya? Ooh, nice theory, Oyef. Nice theory. It says we were Oyef and Yageya. We were very exhausted when they attacked us. What does that mean we were exhausted? Oyef and Yageya. Some say... That I forgot which is what I saw this in the mouth. I'm going to try to remember which is which. Some say one is tired from people chasing you, and one is a tiredness from yourself. Rashi says, Let's get the tool of shyness of tired. Rashi says, from thirst and vayageya baderach. Thirsty, Ayef is like, is, is tired and weak because we're so thirsty. And Yageya is worn out from the trip. One is thirsty and one is worn out from the trip. That's what Rashi says. Ayef Yageya. And Amalek did not fear Hashem. Those are from my favorite three words in the whole Torah. From my favorite three words in the Torah. They didn't fear Hashem. Why did I love those words? I am awed by those words. Rashi learns it means Amalek. Amalek didn't fear Hashem. It might be, for sure, top five, three favorite words in the Torah. Top five phrases in the Torah for me. You know why it's so inspiring? You attack a Yid, you have no fear of Hashem. Fear of Hashem, I'm attacking a Jew. 
We are the people of Hashem. To attack us, Feltzach, in Yerushalayim. I love the words because that exactly says the story of what's going on. Amalek attacks us saying we don't have a Kesher to Hashem. The Torah is made that when you attack a Jew, they are so close to Hashem, it speaks of lack of fear of Hashem. If you mess with Ellie David's sister, you don't fear Ellie David. Because it's his sister. When you attack a Yid, it's lack of Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim, I started. When you bother a Yid, guys, you go to the dorm and you bother a Yid, you have no Yerushalayim. Fear of heaven, I attacked it. Yeah, he's close to Hashem. He's Hashem's son. You mess with a Yid, it's a lack of Yerushalayim. I love it because this exactly is exactly the hefech of what Amalek was saying. Amalek attacks us saying you have no special connection to Hashem. And the Torah is made, the Torah testifies that Amalek in attacking us felt sach. It's missing Yerushalayim maybe. To attack a Yid is lack of Yerushalayim. You have no fear of heaven. If you attack somebody's kid, you don't, you don't fear the Tata. You start up with the son. You don't fear the father. You have no fear of the tata to attack his son. To attack us is lack of Yerushalayim. You're not afraid of the tata. Says Rashi, Amalek has no fear of heavens to attack you. Could you imagine what it's saying here? To attack a yid is lack of Yerushalayim. What's those fear of heaven? To attack Hashem, I understand. If I would say bad on God, you say, I have no Yerushalayim beseder. To attack a Yid, I don't fear Hashem yet, because he's Hashem's child. You're not afraid of Hashem to attack his child? Amalek, you have no Yerushalayim. That statement, is the hefech of Amalek. Amalek who defies, who says that they have no special connection to Hashem. Amalek, you know, when you attack the Jewish people, they're so my people, it's Feltzach and Yerushalayim. You're attacking my children? You don't fear me. Oh, what happens if you don't fear me? Kedai to remember our whole lives. That a Yid is so close to Hashem, somebody attacks him. Has no fear of heaven. To attack Hashem's child, you don't have Yerushalayim. If a person had Yerushalayim, a fear of heaven, you'd be so respectful of all of Hashem's children. Hashem's children, don't mess with them. Don't mess with one child of Hashem. Don't mess. You see a guy, yeah, but he's, he's a child of Hashem. Don't mess. Don't mess with the child of Hashem. The downtrodden one, those are the children. Could you imagine you have a family that has a child that has difficult mental problems and you attack him, they're almost more angry than you attack their children. He's down. He's my child. Don't mess with him. Don't start up with the Yid. Respect the Yid. Build the Yid. Love the Yid. He's a child of Hashem. When we, when we look down at a Yid and reject the Yid, we are, we are tapping into a mid of Amalek. Forever we're commanded to remember what Amalek did. Amalek attacked Yid and didn't have Yerushalayim, didn't have the understanding of the preciousness of a Yid, which felt like in Yerushalayim because Hashem chose us. Last Pasuk, Rabbi say, V'haya, and it will be, V'aniach Hashem Aleikecha, L'cha, when Hashem gives you, Mikolai Vecha Misaviv, 
all your enemies around you, Hashem conquers them for you. In the land that Hashem gives you, Nachla, an inheritance, Larishta, to give it over to your children. At that point, when you conquer Eretz Yisrael, it was one of a few mitzvahs we got when we were Kaivish Eretz Yisrael. But Hashem, when Hashem gives you Eretz Yisrael, when we were in the desert and told the mitzvah, we didn't have the obligation yet. When Hashem gives, there? it's a big shail if we have it today, it's a machloikis. Some Rishayim say once we got Eretz Yisrael, we have this mitzvah forever of, of killing them. Other Rishayim say it's only when we're in power. But when Hashem gives it to you, Timcha Zeich Ramalek, wipe out the remnant, the remembrance of Amalek, Mitachas Hashemayim, from under the sun, Leisishkach, don't forget. Leisishkach, because Zachar means Zachrei, you have to say it out the pen. Leisishkach, when we read it, we get an assay of Zachar, and we a kiyam of not being over the Leisase of Leisishkach, don't forget. So we have an obligation to remember what Amalek did. We will be Mikhaim. This Shabbos, don't miss shul. Make sure you have seven people at least waking you up in the morning. You can't miss shul the Shabbos. You shouldn't miss any Shabbos. But this Shabbos, we're born from its disabled. So we get to shul and we listen intently to these three psukim. Now knowing the translation of these three psukim. We listen intently to the Yitzar Mitzvah Daraisa of Timcha Zech Zachar, of remembering what Amalek did to us, in order to one day be Mikhaim our Mitzvah of Timcha Zech Ramalek. Zachar. You didn't say Timcha, you should forget the whole thing of Amalek. You should wipe out the remembrance. One day we should kill them, one day, when we have the power. Now we have to remember what they did, and then when it's in our power, we will wipe them out. It says wipe out the remembrance. You and I, Abel, will arm together, we're going to wipe out Amalek, this enemy of ours. This unbelievable enemy of ours, we're going to wipe out. Yeah, it's funny. Raphael's noticing the irony. Today we're remembering them in order that one day when it's in our power we can wipe them out so we won't remember them. Very good notice, Raphael. I do want to get to Gemara Shiorim. I also want to sing a Varma song. One more thing I would say. Guys, one question, one question, and we go to Gemara Shir. But I want to hear from Aryeh Wise, I want to hear from the Chevra. Aryeh, but I want to know Aryeh is like this. Yankov, I want to know like this. Anybody who's studying the Megillah, even in a superficial way, if you learn it sophisticated, you'll see what I'm saying times 100. But even if you learn the Megillah in a superficial, in a shallow, you read through it. If you learn it sophisticated with Gra, with Rebezi Shlita, you'll see what I'm saying times ten. A superficial reading of the Megillah, the gallows that kill Haman who built it, him. 
Why does Hashem do it that way? We must be deep people. Analyze Hashem. There are no coincidences. Only Amalek believes in coincidence. We believe in coincidence. Co means Hashem. An incidence from the Rabbani Shalom. A coincidence. From the Rabbani Shalom. So Rabbi say, that was a referral pun. So us... <laughs> Rabbi say, I ask you, why does Hashem do that? Why does Hashem do that, Yankov? Why does he build his own gallows? What is the depth? Now, the reason I said it's superficial, if you learn the Megillah more at depth, you will see that the enemies of ourselves bring themselves down. They literally, everything they're doing, Haman changed laws, the Grah says, and all the laws he changed, he ele- the Achashverosh had limited powers. It wasn't the democracy, but it had similar. Achashverosh had limited powers. Haman had a whole plan. He wanted to get rid of Vashti. In order, to, he had a whole plan, and he changed the laws. And the very laws he changed allowed Achashverosh to kill him later on. There's so many aspects of the Megillah. And the depth of the Megillah is all different things that were done by the enemies that brought to their own downfall. And I want to ask sophisticated guys, when you're little kids, it's just like, a, it's just like an irony, an ironic twist. Well, that's ironic. It's an irony. That Haman builds the gallows that he's hung on. <laughs> but a more sophisticated person says, why does Hashem do that? Let somebody build a gallow and kill him. What is this? What is the word? I want to hear from sophisticated guys. Avi is going to get the first Shalabi Walaski. I want to. I want to think. Are you wise? Are you wise? Are you wise first? Are you then Avi? What I want from the guys is I. I don't want to be children, and I want to be twelve thirty-two is Shir Gemara. She run right to Gemara Shir, but I don't want to be kids, Chevra. I don't want to be little kids, and I want to know. Why does Hashem do that? What is this? What is the depth of that? This that Hashem does that the the gallows he builds, he's hang on. Beside there, let somebody build again. What's the shtick? It's very, um, it's very like a, it's it's a cool fate to happen to him. But what's the depth? What is the message? It can't just be Hashem runs the world. Hashem can afford somebody builds a gallows. Hashverosh says Haman, it's time to go. You're an evil dude. Build a gallow and kill him. I, 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 want, I want the guys, I want the question to like that. I'm very into like, people say answers well before they like, a, a good question is like a delicious coffee. That, you know, oh, you're English. How do you drink a spot of tea? You have to, you have to sub uh, wine. People mix it and enjoy. A cash has to be enjoyed first. Then towards them come tomorrow. Today is the question. Today is the question. And it's so fascinating, Zevi. Yaakov, your bar, when we're little, it's just like, oh, he built the gallows. Hashem's talking. What's he saying? Why is that? What's the point? Let him die with the gallows. We'd all be happy. We'd celebrate Purim the same. No. He didn't die with the gallows. He died with the gallows he built. And if you learn the story more in depth, he changes the laws that allow the Lord, allow Achashverosh to have the power to say, kill him. His very plans, more than that, the whole Megillah is built this way. What starts his downfall? He's the one who gave the advice that the one who's friends of the king should ride on the horse, that Mordechai get. He like builds his own downfall. 
in every way, he's building his downfall. What is Hashem? What's, what's Hashem? To- Hashem talks, guys. If you would hear him, you'd hear him screaming. He's talking and we're not listening. So this is the question I want to ask. And I want Aryeh Wise to start to, to tell us a thought. What do you think, Aryeh? That's well. That's well. Uh, that's with four coin mamaka. There's such a thing. Yes. I hear. I hear. I hear. Let's see what Avi will. Let's give Avi will ask you something. Avi, what are you holding? Whoa! Yeah, listen close. Shmoli Yitzchak. Take, take, take it away. That's a nice answer. It's a gorgeous answer. Avi's approach, a gorgeous answer. It's fascinating. What he just said is fascinating. Our enemies' plans, they build the gallow to kill us. And the gallow kills them. Says Avi, the visual is, you're sitting there scared of the enemy. Oh my gosh, you're with the doing what they're saying? If Hashem wills it, what they're saying could be they're building your salvation. When Haman's building a gallows and we're all shaking, if God wills it, then he's building that which saves you, doesn't damage you. Sa'avi says the visual of all their moves biting them is Hashem saying, don't follow the enemy so much. They could have all the plans. You think their plans are destructive to you. They could save you. Their very plans could be saving you. Just concentrate on Hashem. Nice. Uh, I never heard, thought of that. Very intelligent. The contrary on Hashem, your enemies have a whole elaborate plan, might be the plan, and their plan is to kill you, is the very plan that saves you. So don't concentrate on what they're doing, it's not totally in them. You like that, else? Shai. It's not as deep as Hashem likes to punish the and Shai say it's me the connected me, the tit for tat. All the efforts you invest in hurting them is going to bite you. Amida connected me does Valid. Valid. Right? It's complicated. It's like a strange. Amida connected me normally means if you're cruel, you get cruelty. Here's like the thing you built killed you, killed the, the Russia. It's not. Akiva doesn't see this as precise. Amida I don't see it either precise. That's why I'm not so excited by it. One more shot, and we got to go to Gemara Shir. Ellie, Ellie was waiting, then Avi, Ellie. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Definition of doing There's bad. a pasuk, it says, Tiasreich Raseich, a person's badness bites him. Almost Hashem made the world that I don't punish you. Your bad actions like self-punish. So Eli says the lesson of Haman's gallows that kill him is your evil actions. Hashem made a world that you pay for your evilness. Your evil actions are going to bite you. 
Nice answer. I want to leave it as a question because I, I want to leave it as we, we have to get to Gemara Shiyom, tell you I like thinking, but it's Purim's coming. Let's think the story. Let's one. Let's be sophisticated. Shear is twelve thirty six. Twenty minutes here. I'm going to ask Abby. Twelve thirty six Gemara Shiyom. I'm sorry it's late. Abby comes next week. Let's go to Gemara Shiyom, Chavra. Let me just see it's for a second because I was expecting. Not football. We might have a basketball. Football is going to be after. We can't because we need two days for football and tomorrow we don't have. Yeah, after play. Sunshine, talking to somebody today? Huh? Is there sunshine like having? Let me find out.